Hi there, I'm Caroline Lee, and I'd like to welcome you to Authors and Audiences. I'm a Scottish Texan, and before I was a young adult novelist, I had a long career in public relations and media strategy. So if you're an author or an illustrator, I'm here to help you present yourself and your books in public with confidence and professionalism. On Authors and Audiences, my amazing guests and I share with you our top presentation tips and key promotion strategies, so you'll always feel well prepared to talk about yourself and your books in any public setting, whether online or in person. And whether you're talking to two people or 200, to make sure that you feel excitement, not fear. So whatever sorts of books you create and wherever you are on your publishing path, Authors and Audiences is for you. Welcome to episode 28 of Authors and Audiences. Now, today is November 1st, and that's the opening day of National Novel Writing Month, or NaNoWriMo as it's known. Now, if you've never heard of it, NaNoWriMo happens every November when authors from all over the world come together in person and online to try and win a challenge which not only tests their endurance, but also their commitment, their creativity and their craft. The common goal is to write 50,000 words of a story in just 30 days. And everyone who reaches 50,000 words by midnight on November 30th is declared a winner. Now, there's no quality control. No one is even going to read what you write to check up on you in some way. But that's not the point of NaNoWriMo. The point is to get people writing and to keep them writing day after day as a novel, or at least the first big chunk of one, takes shape under their fingertips. Now, if you've done any writing at all, you'll understand that 50,000 words is a big ask. So NaNoWriMo writers have to push themselves hard if they want to get that win. But somehow, amazingly, everyone also seems to find time to support each other and to act as accountability buddies to other people. Because almost everyone wants to make sure that everyone who starts will keep turning up and moving forward. In case you wondered why I'm such a fan of NaNoWriMo, I should tell you up front that the book I drafted during NaNoWriMo 2010 ended up as Wait For Me, my debut YA novel for HarperCollins in 2017. And trust me, I'm not the only NaNoWriMo participant who then got a big five publishing deal with that very same project. If that isn't enough to keep you moving forward, I don't know what is. So on my blog yesterday, which is at carolineleachwrites.com, by the way, I posted my five best tips to help you win NaNoWriMo. And they were, in paraphrasing summary, one, do the numbers before you start the words. Two, write like an athlete trains. Three, let the NaNoWriMo community become your family for November. Four, for once, tell your inner editor to shut the fuck up. And five, make sure you celebrate all the little things because they are what will get you to the big thing. 
The link to the post is below in the show notes, so please do go and have a read. And I really hope it helps you keep writing until you win NaNoWriMo on November 30th. But today, here on the podcast, I'm going to give you another of my five best tips. But these are about how we use social media to share our NaNoWriMo experience with our audiences, whether they're your readers, other writers, or other professionals within the publishing industry. But if you're thinking, well, hold on a minute, this is my first NaNoWriMo or, or even my first novel, so I don't have an audience yet, please don't switch off. This episode will also have something useful for you too, I promise. Sharing NaNoWriMo, your NaNoWriMo, on social media is a great way to reinforce your author brand if you're already published. You could also use it to flag up new projects and promote books you've already published. But even if you aren't already published, wouldn't it just be fun to share something with the world that says, hey, I'm a writer. You know, back in 2010, when I first did NaNoWriMo, my Facebook posts about my daily word count win were probably the first time that most of my friends and family knew anything about my writing ambitions. And they were all so supportive, if slightly puzzled about what NaNoWriMo was. And by the time I got my book deal and did my book launch, they were all cheering me the loudest. So whether you have an author brand yet or not, here are my tips for NaNoWriMoing the hell out of social media all through November, without using up all your precious writing time and without derailing your word count goals. First though, before we get into the details of how to use social media effectively, let's discuss the concept of why a writer needs to have a brand at all. Your writer brand is essentially your unique identity as an author, encompassing your writing style, themes and values, and the persona you want to convey to your readers. It's what underpins the trust that you want your readers and your wider audience to have in you. Because if they trust you enough to keep coming back to your words, whether they're written a book or a blog or a Twitter post, you have them in your hand. And one fantastic way to create, introduce and reinforce your writer brand is by using social media platforms during exciting experiences. So during NaNoWriMo, but also other times and other events, sharing your writing journey, your progress and your thoughts on writing can help potential readers and fellow writers get to know you better. It's a golden opportunity to make connections and build up a following even before your book is finished, let alone published. But and this is particularly for you if you are new to writing and to NaNoWriMo, social media is not just about brand building. During NaNoWriMo, it's also a powerful accountability tool. Posting your goals and progress updates and seeing others do the same and liking them and following them can motivate you to stay on track all through NaNoWriMo. When your followers know you're writing, They can cheer you on. And believe me, that's what keeps you going right to the end. So what do I mean by social media? 
and which is, in quotes, the best platform to use. Now, I'm sure you know that different platforms cater to different types of content and different audiences. For instance, Twitter, or X now, is great for short updates and for networking with other writers. But Instagram is a great way of showcasing your writing life through images and stories. Now, TikTok is seen as kind of young and funky, whereas Facebook feels a little bit safer for us, shall we say, older people. You can and you should experiment with different platforms. But in the end, just pick one or maybe two that you feel work best for you. Don't try and do them all. It's just too much work and it will distract you from getting all those words down. The ones I use regularly for my own profile and for authors and audiences are Instagram and Facebook right now, though I pop into Twitter and threads occasionally too. So once you've decided on your favourite platform or platforms, then what do you do? November is busy enough with your 50,000 words writing goal, and now I'm asking you to start creating content too. Well, it doesn't have to be time-consuming or difficult, I promise. And you don't have to post every single day if you find that just too distracting. But here are five quick and easy content ideas for you to try out during November. And you can try each one several times through the month. Number one, writing progress updates. Share your weekly or daily word counts, whether they're a victory or perhaps a near miss. Now you can post it as a raw number, as an accumulation towards a weekly goal, or as a percentage of the 50,000 word total. Use a simple graphics tool like Canva to make a pretty graphic that you can then adjust and post easily each time you want to update your number. Or you could even just simply write the number on a big piece of paper and post a photo of it. Number two, writing tips. You can offer advice or share the writing resources that have helped you. For example, do you use writing sprints to get you started each day? Are you writing in Word or on Scrivener or in a notebook? How do you make sure holes in your research don't slow you down? And what do you do when you get stuck in a scene? Do you keep muddling through or do you jump across to a new one? Whatever tips and tricks you use to get through each day's writing, someone else might desperately need to hear what they are. So share away. Number three. Sneak peeks, where you share a quick glimpse of your NaNoWriMo project. Now, only you know whether the words on the page are your best work or not. So don't let literary perfectionism stop you doing this one. But I can guarantee other people will love to have a sneak peek of what you're writing. So cut and paste your favourite sentence to create a graphic or take a photo of your best paragraph on your screen. Or share just one fabulous word that you loved from your day's writing. Four, behind the scenes, let the magic curtain drop just for a moment. Why not let your followers see your writing space or your favourite drink or snack? Or tell them something about your daily routines or your research process? 
Share a close-up photo of your desk or your table in the cafe or library. Share a screenshot of your coffee and pastry order or take a picture of the pile of your project's research books. Though I hope that those research books will be sitting untouched until December the 1st because frankly you don't have time to do research in November. You've got far too many words to write. Number five, engage and empower. Please don't do NaNoWriMo alone. By asking other nano writers questions or throwing up a discussion topic or setting a challenge for the day, you can gather other writers around you. And by offering them your support and accountability, you'll hopefully get the same from them. Follow other writers so they get the invitation to follow you too. It's great for accountability and it's also a great way to build your audience so that when you do have a book out, you've got ready-made cheer squad. Also, if you've shared an excerpt from your nano project or shared the logline or pitch paragraph, ask your followers what they think, if you dare. I hope those five suggestions have caught your imagination and you feel like I've given you some achievable ideas, even under the weight of your NaNoWriMo daily word count. You don't have to write enormous captions for your graphics and photos. That can take up more time than it's worth, trust me. But please don't underestimate the power of using the right hashtags. Using relevant writing and NaNoWriMo hashtags will help you land in the feeds of a much broader audience than your own following. It's a fantastic way to connect with fellow participants and readers who share your interests too. So here are some relevant hashtags you can use during NaNoWriMo to boost your posts and increase your visibility. Just to get you started, the obvious one, hashtag NaNoWriMo. That's the official hashtag for National Novel Writing Month. Hashtag I'm writing. Hashtag writers community. Hashtag WIP. That stands for work in progress. What about writer's life? Word count. Writing tips. Author life. Write daily. Writing inspiration. Bookish. Or the specific ones like authors of Instagram or authors of Facebook or writers of Texas or writers of Scotland, in my case. You can also use the hashtag for your genre, like hashtag fantasy, hashtag romance, hashtag mystery, or for the reader level, hashtag middle grade or hashtag young adult. By using specific genre hashtags, you can connect with other writers and readers who also write and read your chosen genre. Or how about you make a hashtag from your character name? If you have a compelling character in your novel, or a few of them, why not use their name as a hashtag just to create intrigue? You could create a hashtag out of the title of your book, even if it's just a working title, just as a way of building anticipation. Or if you're using a pen name, or your real name, start hashtag with that. That will help readers find your work. And remember, to maximise your reach, it's essential to use a mix of both popular and quite niche hashtags. Additionally, 
Keep an eye on what hashtags are trending each day so you can use any that are particularly relevant to your writing niche or to your project. So as I wrap up this episode, there is something of a health warning I want to give you. Social media is not mandatory for writers during NaNoWriMo or at any other time of year. We all know that social media can be a tricky place to travel. So if you find that it's just too much for your anxiety levels, then just don't do it. Your mental health and your NaNoWriMo project are far more important than posting on Twitter or Facebook. In fact, you could even use November and NaNoWriMo as a great excuse to take a hiatus from whatever your social media platforms are. And that's absolutely fine. If you do decide to join in, but you feel a bit nervous about sharing too much of your own personal life or space, then just post a generic shot of a cup of coffee or a stock photo of a keyboard or typewriter or just a few words on a colourful background. You don't have to show your own personal space. Or you could just decide to follow other nano writers and be generous with your likes and your comments on all their nano posts but not do any proactive posting yourself. And that's absolutely fine too. However, if you do decide to use social media in the way that I've suggested, remember that by using it carefully and intentionally, social media can be a really valuable tool for you to connect with the writing community and to let your readers and potential future readers get to know the person behind the pen. But what's most important is what you write on the page and how you stay feeling positive about it, not what goes on social media. Finally, if you've been listening to all this and think you cannot think of anything worse, then please at least support those of us who are trying to do it this year. Like our posts and cheer our little victories and shout about our final wins. And if you're thinking, Maybe I should do this. I'm not sure. It's not too late to start. Just go to the NaNoWriMo website and you can sign up within seconds. But if you have already started on your NaNoWriMo project or you're starting them imminently like me, a huge congratulations to you. I'll be posting on my own social media throughout November and there'll be another NaNoWriMo episode on authors and audiences later in the month. So please go and follow me and let me know how you're getting on. So as we strap on our enthusiasm, as we grab our passion in one hand and our detailed plot outline in the other, let's take a moment or two to visualise our end goal as clearly as if it's a real golden medal hanging on a real ribbon. We're embarking on an incredible celebratory journey of self-discovery, creativity, discipline and community. And it's day one. So please remember that your next creative dream is not only within reach, it's just 30 days away. I really hope you enjoyed this episode of Authors and Audiences, and I'd love to hear about anything that resonated with you or what questions came up that you'd like me to answer in a future episode or in one of my Instagram Live Q&As. If you have learned something today, or if you have a question for me, 
please reach out to me via my website at carolineleachwrites.com or on any of the authors and audiences' social media pages. All of those links are in the show notes below. Please subscribe to Authors and Audiences wherever you get your podcasts so that you won't miss any of my amazing guests or my presentation and promotion craft tips. And remember, any five-star ratings or positive reviews that you give me will make sure that all those pesky algorithms let other authors and illustrators find their way to authors and audiences so that they can feel confident about getting out there in public too. Thanks again for joining me. And I look forward to having you back here with me next time on Authors and Audiences. Mm-hmm.